book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Are you local to Colorado Springs and looking for a photographer? Well, I have the best one for you, hands down. Elizabeth with Whiskey Shots was my favorite session ever, and I've taken a lot of them. Not only is she so sweet and passionate about her work, but she was the biggest boost of confidence that we needed during our photos. She captioned our vision perfectly and knew all the local spots downtown. So if you're looking for a photographer, head over to her Instagram, her Facebook, or whiskeyshotsphotography.com. Happy Monday, guys. Another week of coffee. This week, we're going to pull on your mom heartstrings just because we are going through this phase, especially as we, I don't know, we both are kind of like watching our babies grow up. And then I think with KB, we're kind of like reliving Mm -hmm. motherhood together again, because if you know Felicia, you know, she loves him just as much as his own mother. So um, she'll call me and she'll just be like, hey, what's up? Let me see the baby. Let me see my baby. Let me talk to my baby. Well, she just (laughs) takes him far away from me. So he has to see my face. So um, we're going through this like weird phase. Uh, Our youngest before KB are going to start kindergarten this next school year. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about this a little bit before, but I don't think we really elaborated. I think it was more like a blog post, but kind of that like sense of panic that washes over you of like, okay, who am I outside of you? Like, I know that I'm mom and I know I'm wife, but who am I outside of mom and wife? Because the last so many years I have been just like these things and I will say like being a mother is such a great title like I love it I love being a mom most days there are days where I'm like (laughs) why did I do this right but for the most part I really do enjoy being a mom and everything that comes with it but over the years I've realized that you kind of sacrifice yourself to your children and I think there's a a healthy balance and sometimes it's easy to teeter to Mm -hmm. where it's not level where you're either you have some moms that don't teeter enough and they're kind of like you know they they don't really walk that line they're like oh no I'm the same person as I was before and then there's these other moms that are like no I've completely immersed myself into motherhood and then I think you kind of get stuck in the middle where Felicia and I were, where you're right in the middle of just surviving. Like I want to be, I want to be my own individual, but also I love motherhood. And also I had babies so close together that Mm -hmm. most days was just surviving. It wasn't really focused on motherhood or myself. It was just getting through the day. It was like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Cheerios. Mm -hmm. This one needs a diaper. That one needs a diaper. (laughs) Then it's lunchtime. It's the days run together. And before you know it, a day becomes a month and a month becomes a year. And then they go to kindergarten and you're like, who am I? You're looking at a stranger in the mirror. It goes by so fast. Like, you know, they say that, right? It goes by so fast and you don't see it when you were like 
in the trenches. And if anybody tells you, like, you're not going to have a hard day in motherhood, like, I call bullshit. Because there's times where I, like, have had a breakdown. Like, my husband come home and I, like, cry. And I was like, I feel like I'm a mean mom. Like, I don't but he didn't do this today. And I told him a hundred times. I was, you know, there's just, you have those hard days. But I was kind of going through, like, a lot of it because my my son just started preschool and so I was kind of like stuck in this like weird limbo right my husband's like what are you gonna do with your you know two hours and I was like I hated well, that it's only two hours I don't really know there's so many things that I need to fit in here that I you know need to do um but when I talk about losing myself in motherhood I don't mean it as like a bad thing right I mean it as in like I set aside my wants, my needs, my desires to pour into my children, and I don't regret that decision at all. Mother, mom, you know, that is the greatest title that I'll ever hold. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, you you don't have no fun or anything like that when you have kids. Like, you, what is that? What do they say? What is that word I'm looking for? They're like, um, oh, your life is over when you have kids. Mm-hmm. Mine wasn't. Mine, like, mine was... More things were brought to my life. Yeah, Yeah. more things were brought to my life. My my purpose was my kids. And, um, you know, I am damn proud of everything that I did for the last eight years through my children, right? To, like, teach them to grow and be, like, these self-independent little people, right? Like, their personalities and their attitudes and their, you know, their words. And it's just a whole different thing. But when I talk about losing myself, it's like, I don't remember. I love to read. I love to read. I used to sit in my closet and like read my books by the closet light because my parents told me to go to bed. During my, you know, like five years, those those hard five years of motherhood, I didn't read probably one book besides like maybe a devotional because I was pouring so much of my time into my kids. I just, I set that to the side. Well, now and that I bet kids, like the devotional too was like a way of being like, you know, you're struggling and you're like, okay, I'm going to read this devotional so I can be a better mom. So then it wasn't even reading out of enjoyment right it wasn't like better I didn't pick up like a fiction you know book or whatever to you know just sit and like lose myself in and that's what I do as a reader until what like this last year when my kids started to be a little bit more independent I got to pick up and I was just like wow like I've missed this so much like I read 16 books in one month because I was just like I I love this like I love this is something I truly enjoy and um I was laughing because Cody and I got coffee tattoos on our wrists and my daughter was like, mom, why don't you just get all of your hobbies? And I was like, this, I don't, I don't know what my hobbies are. Like, I don't, I don't know what interests me anymore. Like, I just, I really don't know. Like, I love to cook, but after like cooking every meal, Cody and I were talking about this other day, cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it's not like I'm making something gourmet, right? I'm making like, your typical dinners and trying to do this. And my kids eat a good variety of stuff so we can, you know, have asparagus and things like that. But um, it's not like we're making, you know, jambalaya and stir fry. Or like that you have the time, right? Yeah, or the budget, right? Like I'm feeding five people now. It's not like we can have a seafood, you know, stir fry every night. And so um, it really took me a minute to kind of just be like, I don't, I don't know. And she's like, well, you can have coffee, books, and tacos. Those are your tattoos. And I was like, sis, that's about all I know right now. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I think is like the hardest, I think the hardest pill to swallow is learning to sit with yourself in the silence. Mm -hmm. And that's what I found is like, it's really hard because you're like, I feel like you're, you're doing so much every, all the time. Just somebody needs something, something needs to be cleaned, something needs to be done. And 
you know, when my kids went to all before Caleb was born, um, when my kids all went to school together, they had a, I had a pretty good chunk of time. I had about four or five hours of time. And I remember that first week I'd cleaned my house. I cleaned out my car. I did all my laundry. Mm-hmm. And by Wednesday, I was like, so now what do I do? And I kind of had to like sit with myself. And I think that was the most uncomfortable moment for me was because I didn't know who I was anymore. And a lot of us get married really young. And then we have babies that, you know, that's just kind of what follows you. You're, you're newlyweds and you're excited and mm-hmm. here comes the baby. And so I don't think any of us really know who we are before we become mothers. And then you are immersed with your children and you're trying to um, be the best mom that you can be. And then when it's time for them to like, quote yeah. unquote, like leave the nest, at, they're still coming home, but they're like part-time leaving the nest yeah. for most of the day. It's kind of like, well, okay, well, who am I without you? Because so much of my identity is wrapped up in yeah. you. I saw a TikTok where a girl said she saw a girl in their grocery store that had the same mannerisms and um, outfit. Like the way she presented herself, she said, was exactly what I would have identified myself with before I lost myself in motherhood. And I and that really resonated with me because um, I was telling Felicia last week, you know, I, I, I just felt frumpy. Like I didn't feel like pretty anymore I just felt like you know you get up you throw your hair up and you put on some leggings and and a and a pullover and go on about the day to get things done and I love like my casual like clothing Mm -hmm. I told Felicia I'm gonna go shopping and I'm gonna buy casual chic like comfy (laughs) clothes for at home because that's what I'm that's where I stay a lot of my time at and where I'm comfortable in but um you kind of hit this moment where you're like, okay, I don't know who I am. And like, now I don't know what my style is. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't, I, like, I don't know anything about myself. And it's really easy to regress into a kind of like a depressive mode kind of about yourself or like a, a lack of esteem. Because if you don't know who you are, it's kind of like an identity crisis almost. Like you, my kids don't need me because they're going to school. Yeah my husband's working a lot and it's just me. And like I said, you know, sitting in that silence is very vulnerable and uncomfortable and you have to really um, face the fact that you lost yourself into something. And even well, though it's you, great. You don't just, you evolve, right? You mature. Yeah. I'm not the same woman I was when I had my first baby. I'm 10 years into a marriage. I'm three kids deep, you know, like I have a almost preteen and like, our lives and our dynamic has changed so much. So even if I didn't lose myself, it's like, do these things that interest me at 20, do they still interest me at 30? Are they still like, I can't, I'm not going bar hopping and everything, right? I've got kids and I've got, you know, things like my, my whole dynamic is different. Like my world revolves around different things. And I think that's part of how you like, lose yourself it's like well I don't have this like group of friends right you lose a lot of friends when you you go through this motherhood you'll really find out who your friends are right um so you're like I don't have the friends that I have anymore the things that I was into back then they're not into now you know the music's changed the styles changed this has changed like 
kind of like you go in a time capsule and yeah. then when you come out, the world has like moved on, but you've been so busy in car seat safety and uh, formula feeding and baby right? led weaning and all of these things. Like I can, I'm up to date in the mom world. Like I can tell you, you know, I just bought my first wonderful wagon. Like I was super excited about that. But can I tell you like, I don't know, like the latest like style trend trend uh, yeah. probably not because when I went to go buy clothes half of the the whole bottom half of the shirt was missing and I was like excuse me <laughs> I don't want cro- a crop top okay I told my husband though I was like I'm a short person so I'm okay with crop tops because they're like normal size on me <laughs> yeah it's not fair some of us who have like average size torsos and like I always tell my mom like I was like I hit like the motherhood jackpot because I did, I've had five babies and I have one stretch mark I was like I should not be self-conscious about my like midsection, but like I'm, I'm okay, well, self-conscious about it. Marks, okay. Cause we are little people. <laughs> well, that's okay too. I'm just saying, you know, we, 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 um, there's so many things that uh, we're sitting here talking about motherhood on your mental, on your mental state. And it does things to your body mm-hmm. too. You know, you're sitting here like, okay, well, like you said, I'm not the same person as I was when I was 22. I don't have the same body. I don't have, you know, the same, maybe political views, mindset, anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you evolve and you don't even realize it until you have a moment to come up for air. You're, you just, you've been mom. And that's what I identify as <laughs> since we're like so big on like what we identify as. I, my name is Cody and I identify as mom, mommy, mom, mama, yeah. like any of those I will answer to. And it's, it's like we said before, I mean, it's such a, it's an honor. And I don't want anybody who listens to this and, and is like struggling maybe with fertility or anything like that. Like this is not a, uh, a wine and old poor beautiful mm-hmm. me. I'm a mom. Not, not at all. It's, it's just missing the girl. It's looking in the mirror and wishing that you could maybe just see the girl you were before right. you became a mom. Well, I feel like you, you become like, her. you become like two people, right? So I, I you dive into motherhood yeah. and that's who you become. Like you have to, right? I'm feeding, I'm, I'm nursing, I'm changing, I'm schools, I'm every, I'm, I'm literally. Especially as a military spouse. Yeah, I'm their sole reason of survival, right? If I slack mm-hmm. on my job, like my kids are like in harm, you know? So like yeah. I evolved into mom. But when my kids are, you know, my daughter is almost a preteen now. She doesn't need me to wipe her butt. She doesn't need me right. to get her snacks. She doesn't need, she will go upstairs and like not come down till dinner. And she'll be like, okay, well, what do you want now? Like, I'm like, well, you can yeah. come sit by me, like kid. Yeah. And so me. like, you know, there's these things and it's like, I'm not needed in this section anymore. So like, what do I, what do I do? Like, what do I do? Like I've given myself to this. I've wiped butts for the last five yeah. years. How do I evolve into the next? Yeah. What is like the next version. stage? Right. And I think it goes through with everyone, right? Like teenage moms, they'll be like, Oh, you wish you went back to the toddler stage. Barbie. And then, you know, college, you wish you went back to the teenage and everything else like that. And so I, just for the stage that we're in, when I say lose myself, I don't mean that in a bad way or I can you can even change the word to like, um, re like rebranding myself almost you know like I I'm just not the person my toddlers needed or my my infants needed a few years ago right like I'm we're we're changing again and we're changing again and now I'm trying to refine how I change into this next version of myself without the demands of my little people my little people are so much self-efficient now like it's like I'm mom I'm very big mom but I'm not as much like I'm like you know 
<laughs> you go like that. it's that I mommy, went, right? You go from yeah. mommy to mom, mom. Mom, am yeah. And I went through that with my boy, six now, six year old son. Um, he, I pick out their his clothes still, but for a while, I, it's just habit. Like I'm gonna get mm-hmm. the four year old dress, and I'm gonna get the five year old dress. And he told me, it makes me want to cry. He said, I'm not a baby anymore. I don't need you to get me dressed, mom. And I was like, what? Like, maybe you want to cry. Cause I was like, yeah. I know you're, I was like, I know you're not a baby. <laughs> I know that. Like, whatever. But inside, I, was, I picked on him because he put his shirt on backwards. And I said, I think you still do need me to dress you because your shirt's on backwards. Yeah. And he was like, no, I don't, mom. I'm, a, I'm not a baby. You think I'm a baby? And I was like, I do, though. Like, in my eyes, you are because. I don't know. I, I guess part of me is if you don't need me anymore, then I have to, I, I'm a, I'm a helper. I like to help people. So if you don't need me, then what do I do? Like, what do I do with myself? If you don't, um, if you don't need mom, if you don't need me to address you, then how do I show my love? To, does that make sense? Kind of like, yeah. I know that my kids know that I love them, but acts of service is my love language so you know like on friday I cleaned their room for them and i was you know i always tell them i'm not cleaning this damn room for you and then i, <laughs> and then just, I go and clean it uh, and then i and then i clean it but as i'm doing it, i'm like this is gonna they're gonna be so relieved when they come yeah. home they can the, the whole weekend they don't have to worry about it and as they get older you know you kind of realize that those little things that you do as much as they you know, you hope that they appreciate them as they get older, that appreciation kind of fades and stuff like that. And it's, it's a hard, it's just weird. I am so used to having toddlers and I'm, it's something my, um, it's something my mom notices every time I go (laughs) down to her house because she'll be like, Oh my God, I am so past the stage of car seats. Cause you know, you have to buckle all the kids in and I had all my kids and they weren't in boosters. They were in car seats and I have, Two that are like my little Irish twins, so they were both in car seats, you know, buckling them up, yeah. and like they'll be like, "I want to go with Papa, let me get my car seat," <laughs> you know. And so yeah. my mom's like, "Oh my gosh, like it's so, it's so different. Like you don't need diaper bags, and you don't need car seats, mm-hmm. and you don't need this. It's just like get in the car, let's go," you know. And yeah. um, it's a it's a whole different stage. So it's kind of like I'm I'm like at this inner battle, right, with myself. It's mm-hmm. like. I'm still mom and I'm still needed here, but I don't, I'm not needed as much. So like I've got to back off some and let them be their own little person yeah. and do these things, you know, and learn these things. But then it's like, okay, so now it's time to focus on me and like what I like to do, but I don't know what I like to do. So I'm going to like resort back to what I know to do, which is clean my home and help my kids and things like that. So then when my kids are all at school, I sit down and I'm like, Am I bad? Am I bad for sitting here and wanting to read my book? Like I can spend the next two hours in complete silence and sit here and read my book, right? Or I can do all of the mom things that I'm supposed to do. I can clean my house. Yeah. I can do the laundry. I can vacuum. I can, I can do all of the things that I need to do. And I can, I can go get my groceries without my kids and, you know, come back or whatever yeah. and do those things. So it's kind of like you're still. I think you're used to being on the go, 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 that once you have a moment to stop and breathe, it feels foreign. So you, you're. Yeah. You're like. This doesn't feel this stranger doesn't feel danger. Right. Yeah, it's like I should be doing something. Yeah. But in the back of your head, you know, like, okay, well, the vacuuming could wait till tomorrow. It's finding balance. It's like being able to say, um, 
can the vacuuming wait till tomorrow? Or my husband's always really good at being like, babe, just sit down. Yeah. But I'm a busybody. So even when the kids aren't home, um, and also I know that if I sit down, I usually fall asleep. And I think that's a little bit of like <laughs> the burnt outness, you know, you, you go, 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 go. And then yeah. you're finally like, you can't nap with your kids. Like you, you can, if you want to like maybe wake up to a house fire or something, or maybe that's just my kids, but, uh, I, uh, that's too foreign for me. I cannot yeah. like fall asleep. With well, them. when you sit in the emptiness, you're kind of like, okay, well, what, what do I, what do, what does interest me? What do, what do I want to do? What, and I don't think people realize how freaking hard it is mm-hmm. to it's find like that, that out. Question. I'm it's like, like when somebody says, tell me something, stand up, tell us your name and tell us one thing about yourself. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I have uh, no idea. That's what I, I mean. Yeah, try it. Yeah, I'm just like, I like to read. And literally the only long. thing I know. That's literally the only thing I currently know at this present moment in time that I like to do besides my work. <laughs> and I, I think, think my hard thing is that I get burnt out easy. So like I, I like to do crafts, but then after a while I'm like, mm, I don't like to do that anymore. Yeah. And you never have the time to figure out like, or you don't have the time undivided time and so when they Mm -hmm. do start to go to school it feels like I need to do something with my time yeah and so you pressure yourself to find it or like rush yourself into finding you're overwhelmed right you're like yeah so many things I can do but here's my window of time it's two hours like what 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 can I really like take a nap yeah right that's when I should start doing every Monday I'm gonna take a nap (laughs) do not disturb it's life-changing I think it's 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 such a hard, it's such a hard journey. And I know not everybody's just the same. And, you know, like I would never, I went into motherhood very, very early into my life and in my marriage. And I don't, I don't think it's something that I would change. I, I was full being a mom. It was like, it was everything that I wanted and everything that I, you know, I'm good at, <laughs> I'm good at it. You yeah. know, I was always, I was always the mom of the group. I still am, you know. I was always like, text me when you get home. Like, text me when you get home, you know. Or I'd be the babysitter for everybody. I was the oldest girl cousin. And maybe that had something to do with it, you know. I was always like the caretaker. So I was like always over somebody, caring for somebody, you know, nieces and nephews and everything. So when it finally comes down to it, it's like you're not in that stage anymore. Like, you need to focus on you. It's it's scary. It's scary because I'm like, I I literally, I have no idea what what's me giving yourself permission to do it yeah I think sometimes as a mom you really feel like or not even feel like you do you put everybody before you and then when it's time for it to be you you kind of feel a little guilty in a weird way Mm -hmm. but that's mom guilt for you mom guilt is weird and it, it comes in it but it's also like a wave of relief, right? When you actually yeah. do those things. For instance, Cody and I talked about getting a tattoo on a whim. We're like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We literally went to the tattoo shop, walked in. We're like, hey, can y'all do this? And it felt, it was so fun. It was like, wow, like what? Like we did something for us. Like that there were, day. yeah, that there were day. no kids involved. It was like, you know, like back then you're just like, I, I'm going to do something for me. This is something that I want. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anybody, but like me and my best friend. And it was so rewarding and so like it filled my cup in ways that I didn't know I spent the day in Denver with a friend of mine and I came home and I told my husband I was like I need that I need that I need more of that I need that every few months because it really like 
it brought back that kind of side of me, right? Like, not that it was, like, a dark side of motherhood, right? But no, motherhood is, yeah, it was just me. It was, like, I finally was able to kind of separate the two and be, like, yeah. you know, we walked around and we went to a brewery and we, you know, had a beer flight. And it wasn't something that I had, like, don't touch kids. Like, don't <laughs> don't drink right. this. You can't. No, you can't. This is not yeah. juice. Like, don't have that, you know. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, we walked into a bookstore and we sat there. We rode scooters, you know, um, like the little – uh, electric scooters mm-hmm. and that's not something that you know like I said I dove into motherhood very early so that's not something I got to experience you know when they yeah. became trendy or I was in the trenches of motherhood the last eight years so when they became trendy and you know everybody was riding in downtown that wasn't something yeah. I did so it was you know Cody and I zoomed around on <laughs> she judged me because like we were trying to follow the street signs but look I was new <laughs> <laughs> I said, that is a, vul- yeah, you want to talk about vulnerable, be on a scooter in the middle of I told her she could Springs. drive. I told her she could drive. No. She got on board yeah, with I- a Texan. But anyway, it was like, I told myself, my husband, you know, I needed more of that. It filled my cup. And even now I'll text like Cody, like, let's just meet in the middle and like have a girls weekend. Like I, I need, and I told my husband, it's not in a bad way. Not that I'm like trying to get away from you or trying to, you know, like, I don't want to be around you guys or I'm done. Like, that type thing it's like I want my cup to be full on both ends I want my motherhood my motherhood cup is overflowing it always has been since the day I birthed my first baby but like I lost some of the other one and so now I need to like pour back into there and learn to balance them so I can like it just feels good to feel like you again yeah right and I think you guys sometimes don't get that because they they go to work and it might be different if you are a mom who gets, you know, to go, like you go to work and stuff and you, you have like, I think it's easier to maintain that because then you have who you are mm-hmm. outside of motherhood because you're working and you have like work friends and things like that. But when it's you in the four walls with your kids day after day, year after year, it's so easy to just lose yourself. And sometimes it just feels really good to feel like you again and not mom you. Right. And that goes the same way, whether it's with my friends or it's with my spouse, my um, husband and I, we got a hotel, right. And we sat out and we went on a boat and we had a date and we walked the river and it was just like, it was nice just to be the two of us again. Right. Like husband and wife, Mark and Felicia versus mom and dad, mom and dad. And you don't realize how much of it is like, right? I see the car seat in the back and I'm like, I gotta get my kids. And I'm like, wait, my kids aren't with me. (laughs) Like, oh, hold on a second. Like, do I have snacks in my bag? My husband (laughs) like opens the console of my car. Why do you have so much food in here? Because I have toddlers. Like I I have to be able to throw a snack in the bag, right? Like, and he's like, "You, you don't need this anymore, you know? And so just finding those times, a friend of ours, um, she said something that she does like religiously is like a mom's outing or a girl outing or like goes out by herself. And I don't remember how frequently she said she does it, maybe every month or every other month or something. And she was like, I need that to keep the balance between my motherhood and myself, you know, like to find that. And I think that's like, if you can do that, I think it's a great idea. We didn't really get the, um, I think as a military spouse, she is a military spouse, but as a military spouse, it's very hard to find those windows of time to be like my house is going to be here and you know watch the kids while I go away but even if it's like you know lunch with your girlfriends lunch by yourself um I was gonna go to lunch all by myself I was like I'm gonna sit here I'm gonna go to Olive Garden and I'm gonna have myself a soup salad and I'm not I drink myself a glass of wine at one o'clock in the afternoon because you know what I can and I like soup and salad (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm, these are adult things that I can do now. Like I did notice that one of my favorite things to do is eat when I'm not with my kids. Like it is, it is a luxury that I had no idea I was missing. Just being able to go, the satisfaction of going through a drive-through and your total being like seven eighty-nine and not like forty-six eighty-two <laughs> is. There's something so liberating about that. I love it. Or going to a grocery store or <clears throat> anywhere, just any store, anywhere that I don't have to take it. Well, I still have to take a kid out the back, but he's easy to, to, to pull out. It's the others that take like 17 years to get out of the car mm-hmm. and you, your life choices are like, why did I, why did I do that? Have children, they said. It'd be fun, they said. <laughs> Look, it's don't fun. you hate on my baby though. My baby, I told her already to ship him to me and then she wouldn't have to worry about pulling anybody out of the back seat. So see, offer still up. No. I really, I really do enjoy being a mother. And so, like we said before, this isn't like a rant, a rant or anything like that. And honestly, guys, we don't have any sound advice for you if you're going through this. Just a, an echo chamber, probably, of what's mm-hmm. going on inside your own head. But just a little bit of comfort that you're not alone. And maybe this year you have a little one that's going to head up into kindergarten or preschool, and you're like, what the heck do I do if they're not, if they're not here? What do I do with myself? And we're figuring it out with you. We don't, we don't know either, sis. We have no idea. But I guess one way to start is to throw yourself into a couple hobbies, and maybe you, that maybe that you liked before. If you liked working out, go go mm-hmm. see, go for a walk, go do something like that. Or if you liked reading, try that again, pick it up again. And if you're like me and you didn't really have many hobbies that are appropriate to do in your thirties, then it's kind of a little bit more difficult. But have a friend say like, what are you into? Like, what's, you know, yeah. club, something I like mean, that. play dates are fun, but mom dates are even better guys. I mean, it's, I, we've been there. We've had the little ones. We've had them back yeah. to back. We know how hard it is, but we also know you'll find those little windows. You will find the little, my kids are asleep by, there's been plenty of times in the summer where me and Cody will text each other like, dude, my kid passed out on the couch. We moved into the bed. It's only six o'clock. And like, I am quiet as a he- as a mouse. So like, he don't wake up. Like, what do I do right now? You know, yeah. sit on your porch. My husband and I started doing that with his crazy work schedule um, to like find time for us. We'll sit on a porch, have a drink and just talk. Like, you know, what's going on? Yeah. What's you doing? Like, how do you feel? Like, what is this? What is that? These are kind of our plans, you know, just like to take a step back or, you know, and just kind of have a moment of breather where it's just like you remember to be yourself again. And, you know, it's not a bad thing to lose yourself in motherhood. I think giving your all to your children is one of the most, like, humble things that you can do, right? There's not – there's moms out there don't do that. And I don't mean, you know, like – working moms or something like that I mean like courtesy moms <laughs> like yeah they make a, a, a choice not to be yeah self, like right? the moms who like you know are choose to be out of the picture and things like that and so I think I don't think it's a bad thing or it ever should be portrayed as a bad thing when you say like I lost myself in motherhood I devoted the last five years or eight years or ten years or whatever of my life to my little ones and I wouldn't change it but now it's time to like rediscover myself and that's hard and that's scary when you look out and you're just like I don't know I don't know who she is I don't know what she wants like do I want my hair long do I want my hair short do I want a piercing do I want a tattoo do it is it acceptable to do this at 30 is it acceptable to do this you know maybe at kids younger you know at 25 like whatever um 45 my mom had a baby at like 43 
It's, it's, really? still, it's still a baffling thing. Um, <laughs> we were all like, what, 16? I think I was like 16 when my mom randomly popped like out two more babies. Too, because, you know, like, you're, you're like, I know how this happened. Like, <laughs> what did you, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. Well, but yeah, for sure. You have to, you have to like figure out who you are and that's a uncomfortable thing. But I think once you do, it's, great for your mental state and for like probably how you mother I think yeah. once you once you know who you are and once you're at what peace. you like to do yeah yeah once you're yeah. at peace is a good thing because we had like I said babies back to back back to back and it was just for surviving I, well I think our issues weren't health at all because we have like chronic issues and so like not only were like we in the trenches of motherhood we were like in health trenches <laughs> like you know cody's husband yeah, and mental health trenches yeah yeah covid everything else during our yeah. like stages of like babies so you know when we tell you we have been in the lowest of the valleys like you know army crawling over there we were <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and i think now we're kind of coming up on the top of the trench and it's like whoa the sun's shining mm-hmm. like where was this world when I was, you know, battling postpartum and when I was like, like when I have Caleb, I had the worst postpartum anxiety. I don't know how many times Felicia had to talk me down. Cause I was like, this is it. He's going to get sick and he's going to die. And, and I was so terrified. And, you know, you go through all of these things. It's like you get through postpartum and then you go to the toddler stage and that's terrifying in itself because they're so wild. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I get out of the toddler stage and then you get into this like false independent stage where they're like four and you're like you can't do what you think you can do like the I can do it stage and then they go to kindergarten and then it's like now I'm alone like I I have literally walked you through every single stage and I never walked myself through the stages either like I just kind of followed you like hovering behind you you know like the mom waiting for you to fall and well, cause it's hard. Wow. You're like, it's yeah. hard. And then when you send, you know, that's why like all the moms cry when it's time to send your kid to school, because it's when I sent, <laughs> like we did it. Right. So my, my middle child did not go to pre-K. He went right into kindergarten and I don't know, like mentally I knew that he was ready. Like he didn't need pre-K. Even his teacher was like, are you sure he's never been in a school setting? And I was like, no, he's just, he's smart for his age. And like, I went from having him, and I I was crying to my husband. <laughs> I was like, I went from having him every single day, needing me every single minute, to gone all day. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, it's scary. It's so freaking scary. And, like, I'm so excited for him, and he loved school, and he loved, you know, he was so excited to go. But it was, like, it was so scary. It was, like, oh, my God. Like, I'm – it's one less – they don't need me like you know I'm here by myself and I'm I have no idea what to do you know I had one and now I have now my preschooler now that boy needed preschool (laughs) he had to brace himself for that and so like you know um it's funny how you kind of read you know each child is so differently and I think your motherhood kind of fluctuates with you know each child differently I never had um postpartum depression with my first but I went through it really hard with my second and not only like my mental health, but my like physical and emotional health and everything was probably the lowest of low um, because four months after I found out that I was pregnant with the next one and I was just like, 
I hit it for 20 weeks. That's why I was scared I was. Um, And so, like, it it definitely takes a toll on you. And I think, you know, like, when you do postpartum depression or your postpartum anxiety and you pull yourself out of that hole, you're like, I I pull myself out of depression and I'm a really good mom now. Like, I'm so proud of the mom I am. And then they go to kindergarten and I'm not mom anymore. And so now I'm like... What the hell? Like now I'm in this Or like situation. you feel like you wasted it. That's what I've been noticing. I look back, especially now that I have an eight month old. Um, and then an oh, he's eight months old. Yeah. So you let me tell you one crazy thing is if you I, I I'll notice like when you're in the trenches, you don't realize how fast time is going mm-hmm. and how how like one thing that they do every day, one day it really is the last day that they do it. And watching Caleb and then watching my eight-year-old, I'll look back and I'll be like, <clears throat> I wish I could do it again with her because I didn't absorb her. Mm-hmm. Like, and not in a mean way, but I just had her. And then 18 months later, I had her sister. And then 18 months later, I had her little brother. And then 18 months later, I had her little brother. And it was just, there was so much mm-hmm. done into that too deployments and moving and all these things that I feel like I never truly absorbed then the the way I wish I would have yeah or gave them the side of me that wasn't sick that wasn't you know anxious that wasn't all these things and then you finally start to feel alive again right as they're about to go to kindergarten and it's like yeah I wish I could have given you given you this mom when you were two or when you Mm -hmm. were three but the only thing I can do is just like ask for grace, like, or explain to you when you become a mom or, or hope that when they do become mothers that, you know, that they have a better um, experience with postpartum or all those things. And they are, they look back and they think like, I, I got to give mom grace. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. One day, well, there's times that you look back, right. And I'm like, like Facebook, it'll send you memories. And I'm oh. like, wait a minute, like, my my baby looked like this? Like, my baby was, especially when I was going through, like, postpartum depression and stuff, I was like, wait a minute, yeah. like, I don't remember this. Like, I, I literally, I was so much in survival mode that I don't remember yeah. this. I don't remember this memory that Facebook says that we experience. And, yeah. like, it's a very hard pill, especially for my middle, because my last one came so quickly after. It's like, yeah. it was all a blur. I had, I had freaking babies back to back, and I, it was just... I mean, you know, you just get lost. Like I, one bottle here, one bottle here, one diaper here, one diaper yeah. here. One's waking up in the night. Okay, well, I have this one in the night, so now I'm sleep deprived and I'm tired. And but now I have to get my kid to, you know, preschool and uh, all of these things. And it's just like, you look back and you're like, wait, that happened. Wait, that happened. <laughs> like, let's do it again. Let me do it. Give me a yeah. chance to do it again. Let me but, relive it. Yeah. yeah, let me do it again. And you know, but but this time you not you're not there. So like, you do, in a sense, lose yourself but you find yourself at the same time. And it's kind of the weirdest thing to say, but like, it's true. And if you've ever experienced motherhood or if you're like in the newborn stages and you're like, what are you talking about? Like, I love this baby. I've never been more happy about it. Like, yeah, I'll never forget this. Or like, I'll never take this for granted or anything. And I'm not saying that we took it for granted. I'm just saying that like, I don't feel like it was top tier, right? I wasn't the shop top shelf tequila. Like I was, you know, what we could afford, you know, like I was just, I was doing my best. And so I don't think your kids are ever going to look back and be like, my mom 
didn't do this with me, right? Like, I remember that as mom. Like, I remember, like, I wish I got to do this with you that I got to do, right? Like, the first day of pre-K, yeah. I wish I got to do that with my middle, but, you know, just life happened, and that's not where he needed to go. And um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's so many emotions all at once. And I, I feel right. like when you're thrown into motherhood, you get all of these different angles, right? You have us telling you how we perceive it, and our friendship and our motherhood aligns pretty damn well and so I feel like it's easy for us to be like yeah I agree with her I agree with her yeah I agree with her but maybe somebody else sees it differently right um maybe you know whatever you see all these different aspects of people saying oh I lost myself in motherhood oh I found myself in motherhood and you're like well which one do I believe? Like, am I going to lose myself? Am I going to find myself? Is this a bad thing or is this a good thing? Is this the good thing? Is this the right thing? And I don't think there's there's no rhyme or reason to it, but I feel like you will. You'll change. You'll grow. You'll adapt. You'll you'll survive. You'll go through things you thought you couldn't handle. I tell you how many times I cried. I was like, please don't let the baby sleep tonight. <laughs> please. <laughs> no, yeah, I totally agree. And you know what, though? I think just to piggyback off of you before we wrap it up is I think either way you'll find out who you are because Mm -hmm. say you try one method and you're like that didn't work like at all for me or my kids then you know you've kind of found your you know know, maybe you're not a crunchy mom maybe you're not a gross like okay wait I was whatever there okay what Cody and I what baby led weaning was not a very big thing it was very newly introduced when we I did I I did it with all of my kids. But it wasn't, like, this popular thing. Like, I, there were new books coming out. Like, baby food was uh, not trending. Like, it was this new yeah. thing, right? <laughs> he calls me the other day. We have, you know, oh. she calls me the other day, and she's like, can I give him Cheerios? And I'm like, what are you I'm talking like, about? going to choke on Like, Cheerios? is it going to choke? I was like, don't send me in panic mode right now. And we're like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And we came to I was enticed. She's I was like, enticed. There were so strawberry right, banana. You know, let's do like baby led weaning. And I say let's as like me and her over the phone, but her physically giving it to my baby. And so she's like, let's do it. We're going to do baby led weaning. You know, I did it at all. And I was like, then why are you asking me? And she was like, because I don't want him to choke. I was like, I don't know. You're making me so nervous. And we So had- when I did like baby led weaning with my other kids, it was basically like whatever I ate. I fed them like, and so we never really did a lot of baby food. But Caleb's he likes purees. Okay, the boy likes he likes purees. food. But he what I'm saying food. is, we've had what eight, seven kids before Caleb, and even to the day, you know, he's eight yeah. months old. Yeah, we're still like, seasoned. What do we do? Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> you know that TikTok? What do we do? What do you do? <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, exactly. And so that's how we are. You're never going to know. You're yeah, never gonna everything know. is changing, you know, things that were back then, you know, even like the pediatrician, like standards, right? Like this many. Oh, yeah. This many. Oh, you're supposed to be here, and now you're supposed to be here. I, I hate know. those things. You know, they, the when I took my oldest in, she was like, she's in the 99 percentile for height and like a really condescending, like almost like she was telling me she was overweight, but it was like the height version. I was like, can that happen? Because that's what they told me for her. I was like, you want me to take her kneecaps out? Like, I don't know what to tell you. She's like, she's tall. She's going to be tall. She's almost as tall as I am. And now, and she's eight years old. So listen, no matter what you do, there's going to be somebody just like telling you it's wrong or praising you because they don't do it that way. And they think it's like this super genius thing. And you know, um, I think, like I said, you're going to find yourself regardless if you're looking for her or not, because you're going to try this out and try that out. And you're going to be like, mm, that one didn't work, but I really like this mm-hmm. one. And 
it's kind of like a tally. Like, okay, well, I'm going to cross that one out over here and I'm going to tick over here because that didn't work and this one did. And eventually you have a motherhood style. And then I think that's kind of what you build off. Like, okay, well, this is the type of mom I am. What kind of, what aligns with that? There's some type of your personality in that. And so it's, it's pretty easy, not easy, but it's easy to get lost. But I think if you stay conscious when you can, it's easy to find yourself again, too. Well, you, like, find yourself by losing yourself, right? You got rid of, like, the old you, the 20-year-old you, the 18-year-old you, all of these things. And you're, like, this whole new new thing, right? The friends that I look for are completely different than uh, than I looked for when I was 20, you know? I rather have one friend who wants to sit on the couch with me and do nothing versus, like, 10 friends who want to go bar hopping. Like, please, are we going to be back by, like, 10? Like, come on. (laughs) Like, I don't want to – I don't know. I don't think it's bad to say you lost yourself in motherhood because you yeah. came out stronger. You came out completely different. And you know what? If I have to say that I lost myself, I'm glad. I'm glad I lost the 20-year-old yeah. me because yeah. it made me who I am today. And I yeah. think that's the thing that we need to accept is like, it's okay. It's okay. Like if you find yourself in motherhood, that's great. But you lost the old girl. She's not yeah. there no more. You're, you know, drinking, partying, yeah. you know, running in the back of the sketchy fields. Like it's just not there anymore. You know, like you're not yeah. doing that stuff. You're and a I think person. Like, I think like also say you do lose yourself. Don't sulk about it. I think that you can, like you said, lose that person and then look forward to the journey of finding who you are outside, mm-hmm. like after motherhood. Like, who am I out of motherhood? And go from there. Don't sulk about it. Don't mourn a girl that you were, you know, just barely out of adolescence. You know, look forward to who you are as an adult, mm-hmm. and figuring out what you like, what you don't like, you know, the things you'll tolerate and the things you won't and things and go from there. But don't mourn the person that you were before motherhood because every good thing about myself today came from the five kids that I have and the lessons that they've taught me. And I don't think you can be taught compassion or empathy or uh, love without Mm -hmm. having a child. And those are things that this world needs more of. And if that means that we have to lose ourselves in motherhood to be able to put those things back into the world through our children, then you know, I pray everybody gets to become a mother. Yeah, there's nobody who's going to be in your corner more than them, really. My kids are my biggest, biggest hype, man. They're my biggest pain, but... Okay, but also my eight-year-old, she'd be testing me, okay? Okay, Sometimes. but she loves me, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, she, she, listen, y'all, let's just wrap this up on some humor because I got a little misty-eyed, but my eight-year-old, she's, God bless her heart, she's honest to a fault and she, she can't keep a secret and she wants to tell me everything that pops into her head. And I pray to God, she keeps that trait as a 16 year old. Please keep coming telling me. But if this kid texts me a thing again, like we're driving, I'm in my car auditioning for American Idol in my head going down like this. Well, you have to lose that idea because that was old you. We're going on a new you. No, but listen, she texts me and she goes, do you think you sing good? And I was like, you little brat, give me your phone. <laughs> or she told me one time, do you think you're cool? I was like, no, I don't think I'm cool. She also, t- oh my God. I said, okay, I, I this is what we're ending it on. I sent Felicia this text, my freaking kid, y'all. She sends me this text. This is what you have to look forward to with a really honest eight-year-old. She tells me. That's why our kids are you, friends. She goes, do you think you're pretty? I said, 
oh no why she said well i don't think you're very pretty i don't think you're ugly but like you're not perfect but that's okay mom because nobody's perfect but like you're not really ugly but you're not really pretty either you're like you're average mom mom you're average and that is okay to be average because nobody's perfect and i was like how do I, first of all, not backhand this kid, but also at the same time, I wanted to like instill confidence in her. And I was like, you know what, Kyler, that's okay. Because I think I'm pretty because God made me to look like this. And if God thinks I'm pretty, then I'm really happy about that. Cause I'm thinking like, I don't want to tell this kid, you know, yeah, I do think, I don't think I'm pretty because yeah. I want, to, I want to pour self love into your cup and that you'll repeat yourself. So I'm like, Jesus thinks I'm pretty kind like <laughs> maybe you don't but Jesus thinks I look I so. send the hard questions to my husband at this time my daughter oh. would be like mom like why did God make you and I'm like, oh, that's a good question like, I'm, I don't let's know. ask him let's go let's leave you know what ask him let's let's circle back to that one go ask your dad yeah. why God made him <laughs> literally go ask your dad will be the new thing moms anytime that you are just feeling in the trenches just send them to their dad just send them to the dad well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.